0: All right, welcome to another episode of The Real Physician Reacts. I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre. Remember, if you are overwhelmed by this healthcare system, underappreciated by this healthcare system, you're just looking for a voice of reason. You have found it. It is yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre. This week is heavy, especially if you're very connected to the hip-hop community like I am. I, I've said this before, uh, multiple platforms, blogs, and everything else. Growing up, hip-hop was such a significant part of my life growing up that I always say it's helped fuel me in this you know, ascension within medicine, education, and everything else that I'm doing. So I I attribute a lot of my success to this hip-hop, the culture associated with hip-hop, and, of course, the music. And this week, obviously, it's not like a blog site, right? Like, you know, we're not going to be talking, like, you know, all about details about what happened, right? But we lost a another another artist, hip-hop artist, Takeoff, um, who was a part of the Migos and new group Unconfused. So we lost him um, to, you know, some violence. Uh, and what strikes me... Every time this happened, right? Just so you guys can get an idea of where we're going with this tonight. What strikes me, every time something like this happens, and obviously hip-hop is just kind of the focus this week, but when we talk about other tragedies, we see the same patterns kind of emerge over and over again. It's this aspect of how we, the general public, are able to absorb such tragic news and if it was just the absorbing of the tragic news okay i'd probably have okay yeah that's bad but not only are we absorbing the tragic news but we are going right in and like viewing the tragic news listening to the tragic news like it has become it has become such an issue that not only can we hear about someone's tragic death We can see someone's tragic death. We can hear someone's tragic death until the last moments of their breath. And I've been on record to talk about how in medicine, a part of our training prepares us for this. We understand that when a person walks through your door, they are not guaranteed to walk out your door. Especially I'm a hospital physician. We know that that is not a guarantee. I've been through this pandemic, COVID, and everything else under the sun. And even before COVID, it was the flu and pneumonia and every other diagnosis you can think of, stroke, heart attack. I understand that just walking into a facility does not mean you are guaranteed to walk out. But as I see with social media, as I see with just technology and the way news is being digested, Now the, I don't want to say the common person, right, but the general public now has to absorb terrible news, visualize terrible news, and somehow just go about their day. And when I talk about this, I I, I say this a lot. When I talk about how this occurs, the more common response is, oh, we're just kind of desensitized to it. Like we're used to it. So it just is what it is. We're going about our day. And we just had an amazing uh, lecture on the Medicine Monday series, Nisha Garza, who is a grief specialist. And she talks about how when it comes to grief, everyone kind of processes it in a certain way. And even if you're not directly connected, even in an indirect fashion, there's a way we absorb that level of grief that we may feel empathetic towards someone else. So here you have another tragic event occur with a hip hop artist and like less than 30 minutes a video is up, less than 30 minutes audio is available to the point where you have to go out your way to try to dodge witnessing someone's final breath like this is something that when I was a internal medicine resident was one of the toughest conversations I used to have to have as a resident, like that final conversation with a family member or even sometimes with a patient that, hey, I don't think you're going to make it. I don't think your family member's going to make it. Or even worse, your family member did not make it. And I'm sorry. But here, when we fast forward, especially in this day and age where I'm able to witness death at such a pace that the only way I can cope, quote unquote, cope with it, say oh i'm desensitized we should not as a society we should not be okay with being desensitized to someone's tragic death or just death in general we should feel a certain way about someone's death we should feel a certain way about witnessing someone's death in fact we should feel a certain way when we have to hear it like i can't imagine there are people who watch the video of of Takeoff's last death and were just able to go back, go to work or brush their teeth, or able to just as if nothing happened. That is scary when you think about it because eventually when things, and these are for, let's let's say this is a person who doesn't directly affect you. You have no clue who this Takeoff person is or, you you know, you you like hip-hop, but you didn't know him because, you know, he was a rap superstar But imagine when someone close to you is now affected. Imagine when a close family member, a close friend faces an untimely event. If you're telling me that you can somehow watch and listen to someone's last breath and feel no emotion, but somehow you're able to take someone's who is closer to you and witness and listen to their last breath, but like be okay to be like, Oh no, that's okay. This I'm hurt for. Like, I think that is where, you know, we have to ring the alarm, especially as healthcare professionals and mental health advocates to understand that it should not be okay. More importantly, it is not okay for the phrase that I am desensitized to someone dying in front of me. Like, that is not a phrase that we should be okay saying. And as as we will continue to move forward, because, again, as I'm recording this, I'm about two days out since the news. As we continue to move forward, everyone will kind of go back to, like, hey, like, if they didn't do it that same day, like, all right, all right back to normal. But you're going to have people who were in his radius, in his circle, his family members, his close friends who aren't just going to be able to kind of bounce back. But they're going to witness the world act as if nothing happened on a fateful Tuesday morning. They're going to they're they're witnessing the world say like, oh, all right, I'm good to go like that is the problem and the concern that I think we have. That, as especially as a healthcare professional and mental health advocate, uh, you guys know my wife—you know, mental health counselor, mental health extraordinaire. she She's one of the biggest reasons why, like, I focus even from a healthcare standpoint on mental health because I recognize that hey, this is important. Like, this is something that, as a physician. I can't only focus on which medication will bring your blood pressure down. I can't focus on which medication is going to help control your blood sugar or which is going to control your, um, your, uh, your cholesterol. I can't focus on that. So I have to focus on bringing out the news that, Hey, this like we should not be bouncing back. And more importantly, and I, again, I, I'm definitely going to uh, shoot the link, Uh, to that Medicine Monday series uh, with uh, Naisha Garza, because like I said, she broke down grief in such a way that I think it's like, as a collective whole, our society has said, hey, this is how we're going to process this sort of grief. We're going to act like it's nothing. We're going to act like everything's okay. We're going to act like like, I just got to, we got to keep it moving. Like, hey, I'm I'm used to it. I see it all the time. I'm scrolling across my social media. Like, let me tell you, and I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. Like, I literally had to have an active approach to dodge and duck and avoid the video. Like, I shouldn't have to do that. Like, you shouldn't have to actively try to keep away... From and again, and I'm adult. Imagine a, a a kid. Imagine a child who definitely can't process what's going on. Like they're 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 watching it. They're they're like, oh wow, that's crazy. Like like they're they're going to experience it, and it's going to trigger thoughts in their mind that shouldn't be triggered when you're watching someone take their last breath. So I again I I really want to I stress this episode again. Obviously not to you know, focus on the why and the how and everything, because that's not necessarily important because um, someone lost their life. But it's really to say, like, for those who are still here, still around, what are you doing to be able to cope with such an event? What are you doing to be able to say, like, hey, like, I just saw someone take their last breath in front of me. Because most people won't even process it in that fashion when i ask people because i know people who watch the video when i ask people like why they watch this video oh, it just kind of came across my timeline and i couldn't take my eyes away like we're a society where you cannot take your eyes away watching someone take their last breath and and if it's if that is such a strong attraction watching someone die And somehow still being able to have no emotional connection to it. How do you think you're going to process other things that really do hit you? Do you really think you're going to be able to process things in a. And we don't like to say normal, especially from a mental health standpoint, because it centers uh, things. But do you really think you're going to process it like the typical uh, general public or response would process it in that way? I don't think so. That is again. If you're telling me you can't look away when someone's dying in front of you, like, and I, I, I don't want to go on this tangent, but the fact that when something like that happens, our first instincts is to record it. Our first instincts is to record someone taking the last breath. Someone is walking around with someone taking their last breath saved in their phone. Like, think about that. Like, Think of let's say you just walk up to a random stranger, you look through their photo album and they had a video of someone taking their last breath. What would you say? What would you think about the person who is able to not only have that 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 media in their phone but have it saved like all right, yeah, boom. Cuz that's it's 100% the truth. Someone 100 cuz you can't especially like I said it's, it's on all these social media platforms so clearly people are like uploading it to other places you can't have it uploaded to other places unless you have it saved on your phone so people have people have this item and again it happens often more often than not people have these types of items saved on their phone right next to like the food they ate last night right next to their kids right next to you know a concert they went to like that is that's wild y'all that is wild that's concerning and i wouldn't be me if i didn't say it again you know real physician reacts i gotta give my i gotta give my thoughts and i understand this is a different generation i understand that there are certain things that just work differently i i remember i went to a wedding a few years ago And fortunately, I wasn't in the wedding, which is amazing because a lot of times I'm in the wedding. So it's a whole different responsibility. But I wasn't in the wedding. I was just a guest in the wedding. And as the groom was coming down, everyone pulled out their phones to record it. It got so bad that people stood in the way of the photographer who was paid to actually record the event. And they had to be told, like, hey, can you move down? Can you move out of the way? Because people had to record it. Like, they had to flip their phone on and record it. So, like, the the chain reaction that goes on in a lot of our minds to say, like, hey, I see something happening, some event, significant event happening, whether it be a wedding versus whether it be someone dying, I need to record it to have it on my phone as my personal record. And, and you're telling me you're desensitized and I should be okay with that? No, nah, that's just, no, that's just wild to me. Those are wild, very, very wild thoughts uh, to me. So... I ain't here to talk to you guys long, right? I just I just had to get that point off, especially because it's so fresh. Like I said, I'm recording this like less than two days, um, a little bit over two days since um, he passed away. And again, my thoughts, my condolences to his family, to his friends, everyone affected directly. But more importantly, all those who are in, affected indirectly, whether you're saddened by the news or whether you're acting like the news isn't nothing and you're ready to go about your day, you're also affected by that as well. Because you've made a personal choice to say like, "Hey, another death? Nope, I'm not. I'm. It, it didn't bother me. I'm gonna keep moving, right? Like, so it affects you as well. So, I'm your truly, Doctor Barry. Thank you for listening to another episode of Real Physician Reacts. Make sure you like, subscribe, especially if you're watching this on our YouTube uh, channel. If you listen to on the podcast, you better be subscribed to the podcast. And then, if you're if you're a podcast listener and you're watching this and you're listening to this go over to YouTube and hit me with the subscribe button so you can actually see me talking uh, live Thursday evening. So you guys be blessed. I'm going to see you guys next week.